Hey everybody, Casey Hendrickson here. You're listening to a segment from my radio show from 95.3 MNC. To get the daily show prep and other exclusive posts sent right to your email, go to my website, theburningtruth.us, and sign up for my free newsletter. Watch the live stream during the radio show every afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern Time at trovo.live slash CaseyTheHost. Or subscribe for premium content at special.tv. Just search for my name. Enjoy this podcast. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. Want to thank R&B Car Company. Locations in South Bend and Warsaw, R&B Car Company, are your used car experts. Joining us on the line from realnewsmichiana.com is investigative reporter Clifton French. What's up, Clifton? How you doing, man? Hey, Casey. I've been doing well. How are you? I'm hanging in there. So you've got a new story up at realnewsmichiana.com, and this one involves the Latin Kings. And I think people are starting to pick up that there is a bit of a running theme with the Latin Kings at realnewsmichiana.com. They are involved in a lot more in our community than people realize. But this is really about one individual and how the justice system is letting him continuously get out, even though he's a threat to the public. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, so I mean, this this story was a quick blurb uh, on on every outlet across Michiana, right? Um, where it just said, "Hey, listen, there was a guy who was arrested for attempted murder." Well, you know, he has a king tattooed above his left eye, and yeah. the Tribune did put in and say uh, this guy had had a had had a prior conviction for uh, domestic violence. Uh, what they didn't say was that he was out on bail uh, for three different domestic violence-related cases when this happened, right? So this guy was arrested, released, arrested, released, arrested, released. Um, All of this had to do with the same woman on top of that. Uh, So he's been arrested now four times for, well, actually, he has a conviction earlier, so five times now for domestic um, violence-related incidents uh, involving one woman, uh, and he got released by our judicial system here uh, again. I think any reasonable person would realize that the chances of this guy attacking this woman again uh, were pretty high. Now, when he was arrested this last time, he was beating this woman, um, her brother, tried to intervene, and then he got shot for his trouble, right? Um, this is a really bad guy. He's a verified member of the Latin Kings. Uh, it, it took one phone call for me to, you know, talk to a law enforcement, um, local law enforcement uh, specialist with, within gangs, right, uh, who mm-hmm. said, yeah, he is in the databases. He is verified. He is a member of Latin Kings. He's a really bad guy. You know, what, what's interesting about this, I think when people hear, you know, three domestic violence things, they probably think like three charges from one incident. But you, as nope. you were pointing out earlier, he was arrested, then released, arrested again, and then released, separate charge, arrested again, and then released. And that's when this happened. Yeah, absolutely. And this has been kind of a running theme in in St. Joseph County, right? I talked to cops. So St. Joseph County became, uh, St. Joseph County it was, was uh, the testing ground for this bail reform uh, that started in 2017 here, right? Um, so this bail reform essentially does away with a lot of 
cash bail. There's a lot of um, ROR releases, a lot of stuff like that. And so the ROR is release on your own recognizance. And they do essentially, um, they're saying, hey, listen, we don't want to disadvantage the poor uh, for these, you know, with, with bail. Like the bail is, is unfair to poor people, right? And they've tested um, this all but, over the country with similar results to what we're having here, by yeah, the way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and and it, it, the statistics just show that there is more crime within a poor community, right? So it, it's it, all it's doing is letting out criminals um, who, yeah. <laughs> well, and he, you know, when the brother... Yeah, so he, he gets arrested several times. He's released all separate charges for attacking this woman who's the mother of his child. So, you yeah. again, the legal system should, at, at that point, clearly assume that he is a danger to her. He's repeatedly going after her. He then finds her again. He's beating her. Her brother tries to intervene. He then goes and retrieves a gun. He comes back. He shoots at several people. He hits yep. the brother. Police say they yep, recovered shot- 19 shell casings. So, <laughs> yeah, shot 19 do we know what... Do we know what the firearm used in this was? I have I have no idea. All I know that that it was a it was a it was a firearm. That's it. That was all okay. that was in the in the, in the court my documents ass- in the report. My assumption would be is that there was a reload that happened in this. Then, so you know, yeah, potentially. And again, with, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> with, with, and there's a couple. Obviously, a few guns where that wouldn't be the yeah. case, but I'm assuming it's reload. Yeah, but, or you know, or if it was you know um, a, a rifle with a thirty round mag, I have no sure, idea. Sure, I would assume sure. that he would hit more people. That yeah, that's that's where I'm kind of going with this. If you fired 19 times yeah. and only hit one person, then probably a handgun. So yeah, yeah, usually 17 and one. Have you done any research on like when this all got started and who is really responsible for championing this? Because they've had this issue in Chicago, they've had it in Detroit, mm-hmm. New York, Los Angeles, and other communities, and it's very similar results. What ends up happening is repeat offenders in the middle of whatever is angering them get right back out again under the guise of fairness to the poor and low income. And then they yep. end up murdering people or hurting people even worse. So I know that this was, so I did a story about this uh, and interviewed prosecutor Cotter when I was at ABC. And this is probably back in 2018. Um, and, and, you know, I, I have to go back and look a little bit further, but from, from what I recall is this, started downstate um, and there were a few counties that that were either enlisted or volunteered uh, to be a part of this you know to be the guinea pigs right of this of this reform and that the entire state of Indiana is supposed to turn to this however I talked to police officers um, in St. Joe County they will tell you criminals will will come over from Elkhart they'll come over from from Laporte they'll come over from other county counties surrounding St. Joe um, to, to commit crime, to do drug deals, to do other things in St. Joe County, because if they get arrested, they know that it's just a slap on the wrist, right? So you're literally at this point inviting criminals into this county to, to commit these crimes uh, because they know that they're they're going to get out of jail. They're not going to have any repercussions. You know, they they they'll, they'll, they can, you know. Ignore their court dates, whatever, um, and and at that point there may be some some stricter punishment, right? Uh, but sure. it is inviting criminals into our community to to commit these crimes. You know, you had uh, pointed out too in your article at realnewsmichiana.com that you know when this started in St. Joseph County, and obviously in St. Joseph County, as people from outside of the county are coming in, 
most of that yeah. crime is going to land in the back the backyard of South Bend. But you had yep. mentioned that the the local paper wrote a glowing article about this <laughs> this process and how great it is. And it's always it's always interesting to me. People who are not in law enforcement, don't have a background in criminal justice at all. You know, they always find that these things are great, and they never look at the statistical realities of how they play out in other communities that they've been tried for a long time. Twenty seventeen is relatively late to the game for this program. It's been around for a while, and it clearly hasn't mm-hmm. worked out for other communities, not just ours. So. What's no, what's causing at, people so besides if you, if, if you look at right. so just look at the shooting numbers, right? So if you look right. at shooting numbers and I'm just going off of, of my memory, there were I think back in 2015, 2016, you know, 70 some odd shootings, uh, then it went up to 80, then it went up to 99, and then last year we had 144 shootings just in the in the city of South Bend, right? So ever since the, this started, this bail relief program and um, the the group violence intervention program, uh, the numbers of of extreme violence, gun violence in the city has just gone up significantly every single year. Something obviously is not working here, right? <laughs> the, yeah. You know, well, I'm not going to say correlation is causation. However, <laughs> I think you may want to take a look. Well, look, at least the the jails are you know they have less people in them. Well, and, that's, and that's, that was that was the headline from from yeah, that was the headline. bail relief program right. aims to reduce St. Joseph County jail population. You know, every time they talk about uh, you know how many people are arrested and things like that, and we look at the crime stats, and the crime stats are going down. It's like, well, could it be possible that the crime stats are going down because more people are in jail? Is that a possibility? Could we at least talk about mm-hmm. that? And of course, they never want to have that conversation. Clifton, Absolutely. how do people subscribe? How do they follow your work and uh, link up with you, buddy? Yeah, well, uh, if you have any advertisers, I'm looking for advertisers too. So then, you know, go to my website. Send me, send me, send me some way. rates personally. Personally, <laughs> okay. send me some rates, and uh, and I may be interested. There we go. All right. Well, so uh, go to realnewsmichiana.com. Go to subscribe uh, for nine dollars a month. You can support conservative journalism. Um, you know, this is what I want to do full time. So as soon as we get to a certain number, uh, I'm going to be turning five to ten stories a day, uh, not just one story a week. So go to Real News Michiana, go to subscribe. Uh, you can also go to my Facebook, Real News Michiana. All right, man. Clifton French, appreciate it. You take care of yourself. Thank you for joining us this hey, afternoon. Thanks, Casey. All right, bye. bye-bye. Again, realnewsmichiana.com. Go subscribe. we got more coming up, 95.3 MNC. Thanks for checking out this latest podcast on a segment from my radio show on 95.3 MNC. Don't forget to check out my new website with store at caseyhendrickson.com. And if you want knives or custom Kydex holsters, go to my other website, asdefense.com. We'll catch you next time.